Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. I'm Bryce Johnson. Hope you're doing well. Really excited about our guest today, Chris Broussard, uh, one of my favorite guys to have on the show, and I think you'll love what he had to share. We talked NBA, we talked about being a Christian in sports media, and uh, caught up on how his daughters are doing, and also talked about the big summit coming to Charlotte uh, with his ministry, The King Movement. So Chris had a lot to share with us today. Uh, before we jump in, let me encourage you to check out our website, unpackingit.com. Uh, catch up on some of our previous guest interviews, including conversations with Clark Kellogg, Jake Robbins, Al Wallace, Matt Stover. Uh, man, we had some some awesome guests in the last month or two, and, and so we're off to a great start here in 2020. And, and so definitely make sure you subscribe to this podcast and also uh, be sure to rate the podcast, leave your comments on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts and also uh, share it and, and let other people know about this podcast. We greatly appreciate your support. And you can always send me an email, Bryce at unpackingit.com. Always appreciate your feedback and thoughts. Again, that's Bryce at unpackingit.com. You can also subscribe to our weekday email devotional. We call it Unpack This. It's a quick thought about sports, faith, and life delivered to your email inbox for free. Just go to unpackingit.com to subscribe. Also, let me ask you this. Do you need health insurance? We'll get quotes for individual health insurance plans at healthmarketgenius.com. That's healthmarketgenius.com. Know your options. And now, let's jump right in. Here's Chris Broussard. Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. And joining us right now on the Unpacking It podcast is one of our favorite guests from over the years. It's Chris Broussard. He's an FS1 analyst, co-host of the Odd Couple radio show and podcast, and he's also the founder of the King Movement. And the King Summit is coming to Charlotte March 27th through the 29th. You can check out kingsummit2020.com. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Man, we're, we're doing awesome, and, and great to catch up with you today. And, and we're fired up about the, uh, the summit coming to Charlotte as well. And the exciting part, this is really a, a national conference. And, and so for our, our local listeners, they can be a part of it, but it's also for, for guys around the country. And so before we talk NBA, we'll talk LeBron and Zion 
uh, but but share with our, our listeners about this summit and, and what they can expect uh, coming up in a few weeks. Well, the King Movement is a national Christian men's movement that I started about eight years ago. And uh, we hold a national men's conference every year. Uh, last year we did it in Atlanta. The year before that it was in Memphis. And this year, March 27th and 28th, we'll be in Charlotte or near Charlotte at Transformation Church, Pastor Derwin Gray in Indian Land, South Carolina. So uh, we're going to have some great speakers. Uh, I will speak. We will have uh, Eugene Robinson, the great, you know, former great defensive back who won a Super Bowl uh, with the uh, Seattle Seahawks. He will speak. Um, we will have um, Derwin, Pastor Derwin Gray will speak. Todd Thomas, who is better known as Speech from the Grammy Award winning hip hop group. Arrested Development is going to speak. He's a Christian minister as well. We will have a panel discussion, a multiracial panel discussion, where we'll discuss, you know, developing racial unity within the body of Christ. We will have workshops on sex, race, money, family, marriage, uh, all from a biblical perspective. Paul Cole, who's an internationally known Christian men's leader. He's the president of the Christian men's network. He'll be there leading the workshop. And then to cap it off, we will have a three on three basketball tournament Saturday night. And so uh, it's going to be a lot of inspiration, a lot of fellowship and also a lot of fun. So um, we invite all men to come out. Uh, They won't regret it. They can register at King summit 2020 kingsummit2020.com and uh, we're just looking to get as many men out as possible. Man, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited about it and, and what a great lineup of, of speakers and uh, especially some, some sports connections as well and, and looking forward to hearing you speak and uh, yeah, it's going to, going to be excellent. So kingsummit2020.com to register and, and, and so Chris, let, let, let's talk a little NBA because Man, this time of year, things are heating up. And, and following Sunday night's game with the Pelicans and Lakers, I, I thought that game was phenomenal and all the storylines that are coming from it. And, and so for you, you know, you're on the radio every day. You're, you're, you're on these, these different TV shows on FS1, and, and you're giving opinions. I'm curious how your opinions are changing kind of as the season is going on in regards to LeBron and Zion because – it seems like they're, they're only getting better in what they're accomplishing. Zion as a rookie, LeBron at this stage of his career, is only getting more and more impressive. So, so today, what are your thoughts on, on both of these guys? Well, I'll start with LeBron. He is having a phenomenal season. Uh, the best 17th season that we've ever seen in NBA history. And just to put that in context, guys that were drafted with him, Carmelo Anthony, He's become just an afterthought in Portland. Dwayne uh, Wade is retired. Chris Bosh retired. So you see some of the best players um, in his draft, their, their careers are long over, and here he is still playing like he's smack dab in the middle of his prime. It is tremendous. He's going to lead the league in assists, which uh, that's the first time anyone – has ever led the league in one of those major significant categories. 
as late as their 17th year of their career. Shaquille O'Neal led the league in field goal percentage his 17th year, but certainly not in points, rebounds, or assists. So Mm. that's a tremendous achievement. The Lakers are obviously one of the key contenders for a title this year. I do think the Clippers uh, should be the favorites in the West over the Lakers. You do. Yeah, and I do think that Giannis Antetokounmpo in Milwaukee is the MVP, uh, at least to this point. I think he's having a tremendous year. And and while LeBron is the better Mm storyline, 17th year, doing it in the the year of the tragedy that struck Kobe Bryant, all the coming back from last year's injury. But the best player has been Giannis Antetokounmpo, especially when you take team success into account. Plus, he doesn't have a second star, a second superstar like LeBron has in Anthony Davis. So my vote, I'm an official voter. Right now, I would go with Giannis. As far as Zion, he's taking the league by storm. Um, I think even his, not, not even his biggest supporters thought he would be able to step into the league and do this. Nope. And not, and not even his biggest detractors can take anything away from him at this point. I mean, he's playing tremendously. He's built for this type, this day and age because the floor is wide open. It's spread out. The lane is wide open. He, so he gets to the rim. It's easier than ever to get to the rim. And once he gets there, there's nobody really that can stop. So um, the numbers he's putting up in limited minutes, really, yeah. are just phenomenal. He's actually helping them win more, too. You just got to hope he can stay healthy. And if so, he and John Morant, who's also, you know, been a tremendous rookie, they're going to uh, – they're, they're making this a great draft class, that's for sure. Yes. No, I, I, I'm with you as far as – because I was a, a, I'm a big Duke fan, so as much as I loved Zion coming in, I didn't expect him to do this much, this fast, have such right. an impact. And uh, it's been incredible to watch. And really, I mean, he's become must-watch television. And, and I'm curious, as, as an NBA guy, do you feel like people still with Giannis? Like, I'm trying to figure out why more people aren't engaged with Giannis the way we are with other players and, and even the Bucks. Like, the Bucks are clearly the best team in the East, maybe the best team in the league, especially their depth and the number of just solid players that they have on that roster. But, but even for me as a, as a fan... I don't always find myself, oh, i got to go watch the Bucks. What, what do you make of that and kind of Giannis and the Bucks and kind of the lack of hype around the Bucks? I think there's a few things. One, it's they're in Milwaukee, so they're obviously a small market in the Midwest. That doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, two, with Giannis being from Greece, I think there's – he obviously speaks English, but there's a little bit of a language barrier. And even though he obviously communicates well um, – the language barrier, it can. It doesn't always happen this way. You know, Joel Embiid clearly has great charisma, but that can limit a person's charisma. You know what I mean? Like, you just, because you're not, you may not be quite as comfortable with the language or whatever or the culture. And so, Giannis, as great as he is, he doesn't have, at least to this point, hasn't displayed that charisma of a Joel Embiid, a LeBron James that's going to attract players or attract fans to really get into his story. The NBA nowadays and sports in general is so much about storyline. You know, that's one thing that's helped the NBA rise 
to its great popularity is that there are always these storylines. Mm. And there really isn't a storyline like that with Giannis. And mm. so I think that has uh, those two things, I think, are the main culprits in why he hasn't captured the imagination uh, of, of the American fan. And, and to be honest, and, and again, Joel Embiid may be an outlier, but I think this has been one of the challenges baseball has had when a lot of your better players are international. You know, it may be harder for the American fans to latch on. They know they're great, but again, there can be a language barrier, a cultural barrier. And now with the NBA, you know, you wonder, can that be an issue? Now, Luka Doncic is playing great. I think he's captured the imagination of people. I just wonder going forward, you got to watch that. You know, I've brought up the point, can a, an international player be the face of the league? And again, I think Joel Embiid could because he, he does have a really charismatic personality, but um, it's going to be an interesting thing to watch and see if, you know, the NBA's never had an international player be the face of the league. Hakeem Olajuwon was the best player in the league when Michael Jordan was gone, but he uh, he never really fully captured, you know, just took the league by storm in terms of popularity. I mean, he was well-known. He was an all-time great. But those ratings with the Knicks, when they played the Knicks, weren't very high in the finals. Tim Duncan, another great international player, never obviously captured the imagination of, of the national fans. So, it's just something to look for, look to, uh, to see how it develops. Yeah, because well, it's interesting with Embiid. I, I don't find him as likable. Like I think Giannis is really likable, and when you do listen to him in interviews, he's got kind of a fun personality, and and you're kind of drawn to him. But when it comes to, oh, here the Bucks are on TV tonight. It just hasn't gotten to that level yet, which is which is just interesting. Whereas Zion, and maybe it comes down to. We watched him in college, and even like with LeBron, we, we, I remember watching him in high school, so we kind of already knew LeBron coming in, whereas Giannis is just taking us a little while to catch up to what he's doing. And well, and the other thing, because you, you're right, I mean, um, Giannis is incredibly likable. I mean, you can't help but like him. He's such yeah. a nice guy. Um, but he also took a while. You know, he came in the league, I think his first year he averaged seven points. So he kind of developed into a superstar over time versus a Zion or a LeBron or Dwayne Wade or Kobe Bryant, guys that came right into the league and either their first year or their second or third year, they were an all-star, Yep. you know, and to your point, Zion, not even just college, but we saw Zion, um, you know, a lot of Americans, yeah. certainly young people saw him on social media. Definitely. Doing all these crazy dunks. So that certainly helped his popularity as well. Yeah. No, it's, it's interesting. I guess at, at the end of the conversation, though, we're in great shape with NBA, the future stars, and it was just cool Sunday night with LeBron. Hey, he's still the guy. He's still the leader of the, of the league. But, but to know that a young guy like Zion is, is there and ready to, to take the, the torch when, whenever LeBron's ready to, to give it up, uh, it, it's there. So. Zion is certainly going to be the face of the league. But you got, you know, as far as who's going to really be that best player, and I'm not even, you know, talking about Giannis and Kawhi and guys like that, but True. that younger generation, in addition to 
Zion and John Morant, you've got Luka Doncic, you've got Trey Young, you got Jason Taylor emerging in Boston. I mean, there are some outstanding young players uh, in the league right now. Absolutely. I, I felt that way, especially kind of following All-Star Weekend with the Friday night game with the freshman, sophomore guys, and, uh, and then even during the All-Star game with guys like Trey Young uh, making the All-Star team, so, uh, and Tatum too. Yep. Um, so, yeah, yeah good, good, uh, good spot for the NBA for sure. Well, uh, Chris, every time you come on, we love talking faith and family and, and life as, as well. And, and we're just kind of looking at your website a, a little bit and, and just recognizing that, man, you're a, you're a great leader, especially with what you're doing with the King Movement. And, and I'm curious how you personally grow and continue to stay fueled so that, that you can stay sharp as a leader and, and, and you, know, you want to invest in other guys and you want to bring up this next generation of, of leaders as well. So, so what do you do for your own spiritual growth, your own personal development? Well, of course, continued you know, study of the Word. Um, obviously, you're busy. You know, it's interesting. When I was younger in the faith, um, and I got saved at 21, I had a lot, I had so much more time uh, because my career wasn't where it is now. And I really just, I mean, I was all in the word, deep, deep, deep into the word, <laughs> extra biblical works as well. And I, and that really, I guess it's similar to your education in the natural world. Hmm. You know, as a younger person, you know, that's when you go to school. And then that schooling, that stuff you learn kind of carries you throughout the rest of your life once you become an adult. And um, so obviously the basis that I set in my early years in Christ, uh, that really is my foundation. A lot of scriptures I memorized back then and stuff like that. Um, But obviously still every day I get into the Word in some way, shape, or form, whether it's just a devotional or whether it is uh, actually reading the Bible itself, and uh, prayer. And then just really, I've been focused the last few years um, on spirit, just spiritual warfare, mm. and have grown a lot, a lot in that area, and just knowing how to, you know, claim and walk in the victory that Jesus died to give us on the cross. And so just claim his word, standing on his promises, not whether it's quoting the scriptures or just reciting those scriptures in my mind uh, so that I can walk in the joy and the peace and the victory that Christ gave us. And so all of those things are, you know, really helping me sustain where I'm at spiritually and grow even stronger, uh, which is, you know, necessary as you, you know, with a lot of the work I'm doing with King and you know, you you definitely have to keep your armor on, so to speak, and um, make sure you stay stay geared up and strong in the Lord. That's right. And what about just kind of that to continue that this this being spirit led each day, and you know, walking into you know for you the the, the media world and and being a part of the sports world and and you know the trappings that that come from that, but but also the temptation to you know. Uh, love the attention, to love your own name being continued to grow and, and your platform continues to grow and your influence and all that sort of thing, the trappings from that and remaining you know, grounded, spirit-led, how, how do you uh, keep the awareness of that and, and, and stay sharp in, in that regard? 
Yeah, it, it, it can be a challenge. Um, I think for me it's just remembering, you know, my, my wife, you know how wives do. They can keep you humble. Oh, I know uh, all about it. I know all about it. When you think you're something special, they keep you <laughs> humble. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I really just understanding that, you know, and some of it's just related to the way when I came to Christ, which was at 21 years old, um, understanding that no matter how much success or wealth that you gain from the world, it's not going to be anything without Christ. And I mean, obviously, in the afterlife, we know that, that that's the case. But I'm even talking about on this earth. You know, um, that stuff is empty without Christ. And so that helps keep me rooted and grounded um, that no matter how much material gain or whatever you may have or popularity, fame, whatever, without Christ, is not going to fulfill you. Mm. And you're not going to you know, have that joy and peace. And fame, and I, you know, obviously I have a degree of fame. I found that, like, what I like best about it is the platform it gives me. Yeah. You know, to, to use to try to minister to people and be a light and a witness. And then even also just in a secular way, when you, you know, you're speaking at a school or something, just trying to help people um, in positive ways, even if it may not be related to the gospel in some instances. So I love that. And I found that outside of that, like fame, and again, I'm not saying I'm Beyonce or, you know, LeBron James <laughs> or something like that. But obviously I have a, a small degree of it. I tell you what, fame, like I said, the platform you have is great. There do, are fringe benefits that come from it, like people giving you, you, you know, stuff or, you know, taking care of you here or there, you know, with a meal or whatever it may be. But really outside of those, and then you, if, you, if you get money, you know, obviously it's nice to have money and be able to live comfortably. But outside of that, you know, a lot of so many people want to be famous. And I would say you have to know why, like, what do you want to be famous for? Mm. Is it just to be, you know, have people call your name? Is it just for people to, you know, want to reach out and touch you when you walk down the street or, or whatever? Because if, if you don't have, like, a legitimate reason why you want to be famous, then fame can destroy you. You know, we see that all the time. I mean, whether it's people getting addicted to drugs or some other vice or, I mean, obviously you've seen recently some suicides um, or just not being high, whatever it may be, fame is not all it's cracked up to be. And and so many people just want to be famous. They want their name in life. And you better have a good legitimate reason. I look at even like a LeBron James. And obviously he's got great fame and you see what he does in addition to, you know, just his great play on, as a basketball player, he's using his fame to help people, to build a school, to create businesses where that create jobs. You know, he's some of his childhood friends have become moguls because of opportunities he's opened up for them. And I think that's what you need. You need things like that. Uh, when you are a famous person that you use your fame for. Because if it's just going to be, you know, to get your head all swole up and, you know, <laughs> you, you feel like whatever you want, I mean, it, it really can destroy you. And, again, we've seen ample evidence of that 
and uh, people's lives being destroyed. So I just, you know, I, I just thank God that, um, you know, I, he's in my life, obviously, and that um, he's been able to give me perspective on that. So when you when you have that perspective, it certainly makes it a lot easier to stay grounded and rooted. That's right, and, and having your your wife keep you in line too. So that's good. Well, right. <laughs> well, well, along those, those uh, similar lines, you're you're an outspoken Christian in sports media, and, and there aren't a ton of those guys out there. Few, but but you're willing to to put yourself out there. So so, what are the the challenges and blessings of that? And specifically, I guess, when it comes to even your interaction with other media members and, and the response from fans that, you know, know your faith when they're watching shows or listening to your radio show, that kind of thing. What are the challenges and blessings that come with that? Well, uh, when I go to arenas, I, to this day, I still get, get people, you know, acknowledging my faith and um, thanking me for it or, you know, saying they agree with me or they like my example or whatever it may be. Those that don't like my faith probably don't say anything to me mm, yeah. <laughs> with them in an arena or anything. So, so there's that. Um, one of the great things about the odd couple, uh, if you listen to it, is that the whole premise of our, like our title of our show, the odd couple is that Rob Parker, my partner and I are different. Yep. And in our introduction, it talks about how I spend my Sundays, my weekends in church, and he'll spend his Sundays, you know, maybe at a strip club. I hate to even say it that way, but, you know, that's, that's really what it is. Wow. And so um, we actually, like, we can play off of our differences. Mm. And so it does, you know, allow him, I mean, he doesn't talk about strip clubs all the time, but, you know, you know that's a part of what he may do. And, um, but at the same time, I'm able, like, we have every day we name a, uh, a day for, for, for him, you know, Magic City is a place he likes to go. It's like a bar club he likes to go to. So we have Magic City Monday. So all the music that comes in and out of the breaks, on the show is like music you might hear in that type of place. Well, on Wednesday, on Wednesday we have Worship Wednesday. Ooh. And so all of the music that comes in and out of the break is Christian music. Love it. And so it's about, so you know you, you give and take. I mean, we allow Rob to you know talk about. Obviously, it's it's national radio, so it's nothing dirty or anything like that. But enabling him to like this is who he is on the flip side i get to share this is who chris is mm. and so um it, it keeps like it just built into the program is the fact that there's this christian guy um that's like part of my persona yeah. you know yeah. Yeah, the show now and, and if you listen to the show i mean we're not talking going to to strip clubs or going to you know, church on that, like that's a very small part of the show. It's it's all it's it's like any other sports show in that we talk sports, we talk Tom Brady, we talk LeBron James, we talk Dak Prescott, we talk you know we talk all that stuff baseball. But part of Rob's persona is what his personality and the things he likes to do, and part of mine is that my faith. And so that just enables it to kind of always be present. 
And so those listeners who identify with that, you know, I think they, because you know how it is, you don't see many outspoken Christians today. Yeah. You know, or people where that's a part of their persona. And so being out there and people know that that's who I am, but yet they can, even if they're not a person of faith, they can relate to me in terms of sports or music or things, you know, we talk about on the show. I think that's a good thing. And uh, I think it even gives people a faith, like shows them, hey, you can be a person of faith and still, you know, have a place in this society, mm. which sometimes you can wonder about that, you know? Yeah. Um, I think there's that. And, you know, as far as other, like with dealing with other media members, you know, I don't, I never throw the Bible in people's face. I'm never jumping on people about their lifestyle or whatever it may be. So I think people appreciate that, but they know I have the faith. And if they want to talk to me about it, uh, we can certainly talk about it. Um, and, and, and then a lot of guys have known me over the years and they've just known this is a part of who I am, but um, we can relate on so many other areas ways. So it really hasn't been, I haven't experienced a lot of negative with it. Again, maybe people, maybe do people say things behind my back or if they have certain feelings, they, they keep them from me. Maybe, I don't know, but I, I really haven't experienced too much negative with it. Man, no, that, that's encouraging to hear. And, and I love, love your radio show. I think the chemistry between you and Rob is awesome. And, and it's just cool that each of you can embrace who you are and not have to shy away from it and that you can be open you know, with your, with your faith, which, which is huge. So, uh, right. Uh, and it shows that, you know, it's not about being judgmental either. That's right. Because, you know, I may disagree with things Rob does. He may disagree with some of my beliefs or things I do uh, or don't do or do. Um, but, yeah, we're great friends. We have fun on the show. Because um, a lot of people, as you know, Bryce, get that misconception that, you know, oh, if you're a Christian, you can't be friends with, somebody who's living a certain lifestyle or you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, and it's not like that at all as, as we know. And so, um, so I think this, our show is kind of a good example of that. I, I think so too. I, I think it's cool. It doesn't mean that, yeah, you have to go to the strip club with him, but you can still right. no, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can still work with them. And, he's, and, and, he's, invited me. he's tried to get me many a time, but uh. <laughs> Told him, I, I can't do that. <laughs> no, you got, that's why you got to keep that armor on. That's for sure. That's right, spirit, right, spiritual right. armor. Um, but yeah, but no, it's a it's a it's an interesting perspective and, and kind of cool that, that Fox Sports has has put you guys together uh, the way that they did. So um, so man, we'll we'll keep up the great work with, with all that you're doing media wise and and leveraging that to to create this this platform and movement with King. And, and so keep up the great work from, from that side of the, the ministry uh, piece of your life, too. And so we're excited for the King Summit coming up uh, March 27th through the 29th, kingsummit2020.com. And, and last question, Chris, how, how are your twin daughters doing? Man, thanks for asking. They are great. Um, they keep me humble, too. <laughs> um, uh, but <laughs> they're doing well. They're actually about to graduate from college in May. Wow. Uh, one is yeah, one is graduating with a double major in like film, media study, uh, and communications from University of Michigan, and the other one is graduating with a degree in psychology from the University of Pennsylvania. 
So um, they're both doing well. They're both on the Dean's list and doing well in their faith, too, growing in their faith. And so um, I'm very proud of them. And um, I tell you what, I'm, I'm, I, I, first and foremost, I'm just happy for their success and their happiness and, 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 you know, the fact that they've achieved this great accomplishment of graduating from college and doing well, um, and also the next phase of their life, you know, stepping into their careers. But um, I'm also excited to get that, that financial bill <laughs> off of my back. Because, man, college is expensive these days. <laughs> uh, especially double at the same time. That's, that's tough. Oh, man. It's going to be like I got a new job uh, without having to work extra, you know? <laughs> that's pretty man. good. Man, yeah, well, well, enjoy that. That's awesome. Well, well Chris, yes. th- thanks so much for, for joining us on Unpacking It today and, and look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you. And I want to remind guys, again, if they want to play ball at the Summit, uh, you attend the Summit, everybody that attends will have a chance to play. It's a three-on-three tournament. Saturday night, March 28th, there'll be trophies for the winners. Uh, you got four players on your team, but four to five players if you want on your team. But um, we've had some good competition over the years, so I encourage everybody to, you know, get out your sneakers, uh, start running a few laps, and get ready for the uh, the basketball tournament as well as the summit overall. I, I love it. Is it three-on-three three, half court or, or what? Court definitely. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. We don't want, we don't want guys falling out. No. No. That, exactly. So that, that sounds pretty good. Man. Well, that, yeah. It's gonna be a lot. That that sounds awesome. So it's a full weekend. Lots going on. Find out all the details. King Summit 2020com Intriguing guests and inspiring conversations. This is Unpacking It with Bryce Johnson. Always great having Chris Broussard on the show, and he's one of our regulars. Uh, even though it's been a while since we've had him on, uh, he's been on a, a bunch over the years, and, and so always enjoy the conversation and excited about the King Summit, and I really do love his radio show. It's on 7 to 10 at night, so I'm actually not in the car at that time much anymore uh, with little Maddie. Um but so my schedule is different. But man, when I used to listen to it, it they, they go back and forth. It's very interesting and, and cool to hear kind of the thoughts behind it. And and I just appreciate that Chris, he's consistent with his faith. He doesn't, you know, shy away from his faith. He's stood up for things over the years, and it's who he is. And and that's what that's what it is. Like that's what it's about. When we're followers of Jesus, that's who we are. We don't you can't turn it on or turn it off. That's who we are. So that, of course, should be a part of his radio show. That's, that's the foundation of his life. He's looking through that lens, through a biblical lens. So whether it's you know talking sports or talking music or talking family or faith, it's through that lens. And, and so him and Rob, you know, they're coming at you know, Rob's looking at it from a worldview, uh, but they can do that you know, show together and, and offer different opinions. So it's interesting, and so I think it's an encouragement to us. I was actually just reading this morning uh, this book, and the chapter was about we're ambassadors for Christ in culture. And so we're still representing Jesus in the culture, 
uh, but but we're we're in the mix oftentimes. We're with people that you know are different than us and and have different perspectives, but we love them. We show them grace, and we show them who Christ is in us by the way we talk, by the way we interact, by you know our views and and opinions and thoughts and our joy, our peace. All of that shines through, and people can notice that. And so, whether it's people listening or watching Chris Broussard, you know, talk sports and all that kind of thing. It's his approach. It's the way he handles himself, and um, I think it, it, it's, it's important um, for all of us to be encouraged by that, that whatever we're doing, you know, how we handle the boardroom and how we handle tough clients or tough customers at work and how we handle our kids and how we deal with neighbors. And if we say we're a follower of Jesus, it, it's, it's, people are looking. They're watching. They wonder how we're going to respond. And, and so when Christ is in us and we're living relying on him uh it's going to make a difference and and we will shine through and uh so good good for broussard and and love that he's able to you know do intentional ministry as well that that he he, you know this is a nationwide national ministry with with the king movement and i actually spoke at one of their chapter meetings uh a couple weeks ago we had the charlotte president uh steve stack on the show uh talking nba all-star game so uh, so love what they're doing. And and the one other uh, thing I was going to share based on what Chris talked about was him talking about his wife keeping him humble. I, you probably heard me laughing and, and agreeing with him. My wife's the same way. My wife is so loving and caring and supportive and encouraging, but she also keeps me humble. She also keeps me humble. And as soon as I start saying, oh, yeah, guess guess who I interviewed today or guess what I did or easy settle down calm down okay cool but you know she she keeps me grounded so thank you sweetie for uh keeping me under wraps so glad that that chris identifies with that too so it's good to have a a wife that keeps you in line thanks to chris broussard for joining the show today thank you for listening we'll talk to you next time right here on the unpacking it podcast i'm bryce johnson I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sins. He was resurrected, and through faith, I have been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well, and I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Have a great one. Talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It podcast. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week. 